You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology and WMR.FM. It's the uh, 14th of July, 2022. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Weights and Biases. And uh, it's what I can't, I, I say this every, every, every Thursday, every summer, because it blows my mind every Thursday, every summer, how, uh, how fast time is going by. It's mid July. Like, Two more weeks of July, four weeks of August, and then we're like kind of into September, and it's the autumn already. Um, mind blowing, uh, just how fast time goes. Dave, how you doing today? I am in the same boat you are. I'm just like, wow, it's practically Christmas. Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> is it time for the annual warning? <laughs> Actually, that's a good point, folks. If you haven't planned for the holidays. Now's the time to get your SEO camp. Ah, it might be too late. Now's the time to get your 2023 holiday season in order. Uh, actually, Google's pretty quick about these things. They I mean, are, like, yeah. I've just gone through the experience of, and I'm still going through with a couple of with a couple of other larger clients. But where is it? Remember, remember what I was said like like back in the winter of like 2021, it's migration season. Mm-hmm. Migrations take a long time. It's a ton of meticulous planning, um, reskinning from either it's reskinning a website on a new platform, or you know, and in many cases with developers rebuilding entire sections and functionalities to work from one platform to to to, to, to another platform. And uh, we're at the climax of two major migrations right now. And um, the ultimate of all that is that your Christmas season planning, I've got to tell you, Google is pretty damn fast at picking up and, 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 and figuring out information now. Yeah. Yeah, that they, that they are. Now, one thing, just a reminder, you know what? We're, we're on the holidays, and, and Google keeps saying this sort of stuff, and so I'm just going to remind our, our listeners. 
if you do have like a holiday page, if you're like, here's my Black Friday page, I want you to hunt down your Black Friday page from last year. Huh. And I want you to update that <laughs> because so many people will create a new one, right? Or they like tag, they're like Black Friday dash 2020, Black Friday dash, no, just Black Friday. <laughs> just to keep it Black Friday and keep using the same one. That's right from Google, right? Like that's not some like, secret SEO thing. They're like, use the same one. It's what we know. Ask yourself there. this. What was so special about Black Friday 20, 2018, like that you want to commemorate it from now till forever? Why do you need a special page for it? Indeed. And I have I have seen say not with Black Friday specifically, but want to keep stuff for, for posterity, like just like at here. So like last year's sale was, or here's what the products were from. Fair enough. Right. But then just just start it with using them as the example, like slash Black Friday. And then when you're done next year, when you're going, all right, now here's like my 2023 Black Friday. So grab all that page, move it over to Black Friday dash <laughs> you know, 2022, turn it then into your 2022 version and then evergreen, like basically update your, your main page. Your, your, your new, your current should always be at the same page every year. That's yeah. that's right from Google, and it makes sense. It's what they know is your Black Friday page. It's where all the links go. And you, uh, you were, yeah, I was about to say, you were queuing linky goodness going to somewhere. Why have, you know, again, what was so good about 2018 that you want to commemorate, commemorate it forever when you get all this magic that could be in one page? Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, and um, that, that people should think about their websites like, like that, um, Holistically, too, by the way, like um, landing pages, category pages, and directing pages are all critical components of, of websites that people don't give enough enough thought to. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're 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 sort of the, uh, the 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 joints or the sinew that that make the uh, the organism of the website work. Um, and uh, having having constant reference points. It's like, what is a search engine but, but a wayfinding device? Um, is 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 great is is constantly good advice. Well, yeah, and indeed, I mean, we can put it pretty pretty simply. Like there was a there was a day I don't know I was five six I can't even remember the age that that people are where off I went to to kindergarten and suddenly I was in school or grade one and suddenly I'm in like elementary school and on that day my dad didn't turn to me and go you're now a different thing than you were before. We're going to call you Steve, right? Like they didn't suddenly <laughs> change what I am. And then, yes, I would have figured out that my name's now Steve. And so would the world around me. But it would have taken a hiccup of time <laughs> for that to happen. And that's basically what you're doing to Google, right? It'll figure it out eventually. But Black Friday might be over, right? Like it, it might be too late before all that's figured out with canonicals or, or whatever other you know sort of scenario you've got sorted out. So don't change a name if you don't need to. And including a URL, I count that as like a an identifier right it is so uh, anyway indeed okay so uh do you remember the uh the, the 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 hardship and the misery um do you remember where you were on uh friday the 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 day that half of canada went black like just went dark went nothing with no internet you know, on each year after this, I won't have clear reminders of it <laughs> because that's the joy of, I guess, being an ISP that tanks. Um, walk, walk our our listeners through the travesty that was being Canadian. Well, 
It's not like your Facebook uh, reminder is going to come up and saying on this day, Rogers had a complete national blackout because you don't have any Facebook memories to associate with that day because you weren't on Facebook at the time because your internet internet service provider, uh, Rogers, which services just over half the entire freaking country, um, decided to um, pull a dead parrot routine and die. Um, dead, stiff, mortimund. Um, that affected mobile phones, VOIP devices, the internet, of course, um, cell towers. But it also connected the myriad of civic and government services um, and, 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 and business, uh, business services that are tied to the country's largest internet service provider. The banking system, the electronic banking system in Canada, known as Interact, was down. The credit card systems were down. That means all forms of electronic banking, no matter who your internet service provider was, who your credit card uh, provider is, or who your major bank is, you had uh, money on plastic. It wasn't working because there was no way to reach the bank or um, for for, for the shop that you were in to... uh, to 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 uh, use the internet to, to dial or to to connect to the, the 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 system. If you were a restaurant relying on takeout orders, you were um, SOL because well, people couldn't phone them in. People couldn't get on the internet to uh, order online, and even if they could, you couldn't process their order because you couldn't process their credit or debit card. Yep. This went on for 18 to 36 hours, depending on where you were in Canada. And, oh, did I mention 911 service wasn't working? Neither were prescription services. So if you needed uh, critical medications and you needed it that day, you didn't get them. People died. If you needed 911 services... You needed an ambulance because you were having a heart attack, which um, you know I got some personal experience with. It sucks. And the ambulance, you couldn't call the ambulance. Mm-hmm. The ambulance mightn't be able to process um, its using its uh, GPS or mapping systems, figure out where you were exactly. So it mightn't have been able to get to you quickly. And if it did, it mightn't have been able to use some of the equipment in it to you know connect to. Um, the internet to find out, you know, information say about, about your, your personal health history. And this affected, this shut down the entire country because a third party maintenance upgrade <laughs> took down a number of their routers. This is Roger's official story. Um, so that happened. It's um just and just 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 it just how impactful this was um can't be can't be understated, especially given that people died because of this. Mm-hmm. Literally, people who didn't have to die died, and uh, that's what happened. So if, if people didn't show up for a Zoom meeting on uh, on Friday, or they or they missed your book club, um, sorry, it, 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 they were temporarily inconvenienced. I wonder how many people are like, okay, I'm not on Rogers, but I don't want to go to this meeting. <laughs> so I got a great out today. Uh, I bet you, I bet you it happened uh, fairly I frequently. Sure it, uh, you know, I, I think, think of working with like, with, 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 you're an independent and you're working with, say, with a large American employer and they have a meeting set for you. 
you're a professional. Absolutely. You, you know, as, a, as an independent contractor, you have to have all the acronyms of being a professional, yep. including acting like one. <laughs> and and uh, you, you, you remember when we worked with Ross at the very beginning, like, like back in the year 2000, 2001, yeah. he had like um, two different ISPs coming into the office for just as, and it never happened. Like we never actually had to do it, but for this occasion, he had two ISPs coming into the office. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's the, uh, the, 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 the upshot is um, there's going to be an inquiry and people are going to wag their fingers and uh, this is Canada. So chances are we're going to have a massive national internet outage about two and a half years from now when an upgrade goes rogue. Yeah, that tracks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, forgive, forgive your uh, Canadian, your, 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 your Canadian partners. They're very sorry. Um, but this happened. Speaking of uh, awfully sorry, it's so much, so sorry, in fact, that they, they, they took almost immediate action. Our friend Patrick Sox uh, over at AHREFs published the, uh, a study that, uh, that showed that over half the uh, keyword data on, 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 on clicks in uh, Google Search Console goes to quote-unquote hidden terms. Um, so you'll be quoting, you know, um, your, 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 your client, um, your best in class keyword research, um, drawn straight out of the information that Google gives you. And it turns out they're giving you about, um, 40, what, 41 to 43, 48% of the information they could be giving you. Mm -hmm. So... Did you, did you see that? Did you see uh, Patrick's blog post? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I understand what they're saying. And, and, and I think there's an easy workaround. And, and the problem is um, that we trust this data. Or like <laughs> you see it and you go. And, and I knew I knew all data was a lie. Like I've seen what they're talking about. Like I've seen cases where I look and go when I look at a page level, it's telling me there's like four clicks to that page. But when I look at the queries, there's one. Right. Like I've seen it. But I've never really wrapped my head around what that does on large scales in the way that Patrick Claire, like you need a study like this to sort of clarify and go, right. When I'm seeing like one page where it's like, well, that's 25%, but I don't think that's going to be happening on my like homepage, right? I, you sort of discard that and go, okay, but this is a page that has all obscure things. It's like three days old and it ranks for nothing yet, right? <laughs> like, so it's getting just some some like weird stuff. But understanding the scope of this, I think, is very problematic. And I understand there it's very rare queries sort of thing. And it would be difficult to challenge the you don't want to have to, like, track everything with one impression, but no clicks. You don't want to track it like it would just be a, a storage nightmare. But what mm -hmm. I would love, love, love to see them do is just come up with first a unreported Call it whatever you want, Google, right? Like, call it not provided if you want, just to really dig it in a little more. Um, but, you know, call it something and then go, here's that cluster. Or even better, like some mechanism that goes, here's your not provided. Click through and maybe we'll cluster them and go, okay, we're not going to show you each one individually. But, like, out of the 30 clicks to that page, like, seven of them had this word, right? This one had this word. Like, just pick a core concept and go, we can't report every single thing. It's going to be a storage nightmare. But we can tell you that the top five sort of clusters 
of keywords that involved this. So you can get a feel for what you're dealing with, right? Like, is it branded? Is it non-branded? Does it relate to you know, this concept or that concept, or is it just trash, right? Like, what is it that I'm that I'm not seeing? I think they could do a better job of providing a little bit of insight on that count rather than just going, it's a bucket, we don't want to show you what's in it, right? And because that, that, that volume could provide some great insights, probably not one-to-one, but I would be running that through like, you know, tag, you know, I'd be like word clouding it or something with like multiple sure. engrams and going, okay, what does this cluster to? What can I understand about the 5,000 queries they're not showing me? What what can I glean from that about what they represent? Uh, and, and how I'm, important are they? There's a couple of things I think that that uh, listeners should keep in mind when, when thinking about the story. First off, Google isn't intentionally hiding a whole bunch of crap from you. That's that's not the, the, the purpose for this. It's not a cat and mouse um Google's, Google's trying to push you towards PPC or anything. Um, Google has to serve up what's called anonymized data. That means they take all the data coming in and um, try to strip away any identifying um, information that goes with that data. Um, sort of imagine them throwing uh, all the queries they possibly can into a blender and then blending it up and then uh, resorting it back again so that you can't figure out where any of these queries themselves specifically came from. That's what Google's trying to do. That's called, you know, uh, anonymized data. But to do that, you have to, as Dave was saying earlier, store vast quantities of it. So for Google, this, this I don't think this is as much a um, Google's is screwing up problem as it has been a Google traditionally communicates what it does badly problem. Um, Google told, how to say this, Google has spent years telling the, uh, the, the, the search community that this happens in like, you know, rare, uh, very rarely uh, do, do you not get uh, data back from them. Um, in fact, uh, you know, when 50 to 60% of the uh, queries aren't being reported back. That's not very rare. Um, as it turns out, Google, it's it, it, it's got a lot to do with the way Google stores information and processes it. And um, most queries are um, fairly unique, maybe only used by two or three different users in an entire month or, or data reporting period. And uh, to report on that, even they might even produce a click, but the query was still used to produce uh, an impression of your page. Um, to report on that would, would require resources that I'm not sure anybody has, you know, at the scale Google's working. Yeah, well, and that's... Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, 
Trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at clevertap.com. That's clevertap.com. Miami is more than beaches, palm trees, and fun in the sun. It's home every year to the Miami Book Fair, celebrating its 39th year of hosting authors and readers from around the world, November 13th through the 20th. Join us in downtown Miami at the Wolfson campus of Miami Day College. Connect with over 500 authors reading from their books in English, Spanish, French, and Creole, answering questions and signing hard copies. The 2022 edition of the Miami Book Fair welcomes everyone of all ages to come together, meet, and make new friends, exchange ideas, and discover one's next favorite author. Let's explore, discover, and learn together. Featured authors will include award-winning novelists, Anthony Horowitz, Ben Mesrich, Craig Johnson, Danny Shapiro, Elena Shapiro, Jimmy Attenberg, poet Sandra Cisneros, and authors writing about the trending topics of the day. Lisa Genova, Jerry Stahl, Marie Brenner, Mark Kurlansky, Samantha Cole, Stacey Schiff, Katie Tour, and many others. For more information, please visit MiamiBookFair.com. Follow the fair at Miami Book Fair and join the conversation hashtag Miami Book Fair 2022. We do need to understand, and I, I had a hard time with this early on. I'm sure, you know, probably a, a lot of people have had like a hard time sort of wrapping their, their head around how much data there actually is. Like, I used to think to myself, it's Google. Like, I, I, I've seen their inside, like not personally, you know, we have all seen pictures of their warehouses. You just imagine all of that mass, like massive computing power, massive disk. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, clearly giving me these search queries is nothing. But when you start actually working with large scales of data, <laughs> All of a sudden you start seeing, oh, like, yes, that's only another million rows of data every day over and over from my one site. <laughs> like, and then you start to like pull that out and go, okay, okay, got it, got it. And, and, and I need you also, Google, to be able to show me that data related to each page, each device, each country, each, each like, this is a lot a lot of data. This scale is mind boggling. So I don't blame them for needing to do this to your point, like a hundred percent. If you start to really fathom what they're storing, they can't just store it all. They can't, um, nor should they be expected to. If you want search to be fast, if you want Google to even be able to do anything else other than store your data, they need to be able to do other stuff. Um, so I, I, I get why they do it, but I think they could at least bucket it together. Even if they just gave us oh. that one not provided and went, this is how many. Like, sure. Like, m- m- more accuracy in what we're seeing. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, understanding the difference between how uh, Universal Analytics, the, the new uh, GA4, and um, Google Search Console all record clicks and record user behaviors. Um, and, it, and it's slightly different from, from platform to platform. Um do you think they'd be able to give you hard numbers on anything? Like really, really, like this is a solid. You could you could take this number to the bank. And, you know, we take the, we take their flaky numbers to the bank. So, yeah, I mean, I don't like no number is going to be a hundred percent right, right? Like n- nothing that you measure is going to be a hundred percent right. But since Search Console is based on Google saw a user 
they they came to Google, they ran a query, and they clicked on a thing. Like they can see that, right? There are times where I'll actually right click on a result and then open it in a new tab just because I don't want to be registered as like a click. I'm just you know, it's just me doing that. Sometimes it's because it's an ad. Sometimes it's because it's a competitor, and I'm like, I'm not giving you the satisfaction seeing that click. Um, <laughs> not that they're looking for it, but it does matter. Uh, anyway. Um, you know, but at least you're getting that, like, this is from Google. There's going to be like some things that interfere with their measurements. There's going to be things like crawlers that are going to show up as impressions, right? And then like rank checking tools or, or whatever that are not operating as Google would like, um, you know, and, and so they're, they're going to be showing up in there as misleading data. But I think for the most part, it's probably the most right because we're not getting into, um, you know, like ad blockers and things that might be blocking analytics scripts and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they get that direct. This is just Google knowing what's happening on Google's page. Well, uh, I mean, the real question, I, I shouldn't have used the word flaky data earlier, the, the term flaky data. The real question is, is it consistent? And can you say that this report in this monthly period can be comparable to that report in that monthly period? Right. And that is really where it gets into. And you know what? I'm going to use this opportunity to go, if you haven't set up GA4 yet, <laughs> like, this is exactly why, right? Because if you're, they're both going to measure differently, but get it done now because when you can watch UA and GA4 in parallel for a while, you'll actually have some semblance of how your GA4 is different. If you turn that GA4 on on June 1st, you'll have no idea what the comparison with your July data versus your June was. You won't have your year over year understanding mm -hmm. of like, how are they different? But if you've collected at least a number of months of when it shows me this on Universal Analytics, this is what it's showing me on GA4. It's never going to be a perfect science, but at least it should be close. Um, yeah. So you can understand the ratio of, of differences there. And if you are turning on GA4, thank you for the segue, um, you'll be happy to find that GA4 now supports urgent tracking parameters, uh, UTM term, UTM content, conversion, and bounce rate metrics. Doesn't that just make sense? <laughs> it doesn't. But what, what, what this means is um, you, can you can tag for better analytics and better tracking, um, which um, remember we were talking about more solid data data earlier. Mm -hmm. This will get you that more solid. This will help you get that more solid data. If you were updating that more solid data, okay, actually, it has nothing to do with more solid data, but if you were updating your Google My Business page, your, uh, your listing on, on, on Google Maps, um, otherwise known as Google Local, otherwise known as Google My Business, um, otherwise known as um, maps.google.com. Oh, business <laughs> profile, thank you. I was struggling for that one. Well, if you use the Google My Business app, you don't use it anymore. It stopped functioning. It doesn't work. Um, users have been warned this was coming. You've had what, like four or five months notice now that the, the app was going to be discontinued. It was discontinued the other day. But the, the, the big thing that users will probably miss, aside from their ability to instantly update their Google My Business ad uh, listing, um, from the app is a uh, chat feature that uh, many many users um, mm. ha ha many businesses use to instantly answer questions that 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 uh, search researchers might or search users might might pose. Google Maps app allows you to uh, use use that same instant messenger messaging feature. 
So, so I, I know I, I it's funny. I saw this one and I'm like, oh, R.I.P. Little app I never used, but <laughs> like, which is obviously the the problem they had. I, I'm sure some people did. I didn't use the messaging, so people who did would, would use it. But um, yeah, it, it's a it's a good uh, a good note. Have you used? Did, did you use it much? I did not. Um, I have not had a literally haven't had a small business client in um, two or three years now. Um, I've just been dealing with very large. Um, yeah, um, I've been dealing with really large whale elephant size clients for the last little while. So um, I have not. Um, I have recommended a bunch of franchises use it, mm -hmm. um, but myself, no. Enough. Uh, and I guess you know what and I was like anecdotal like when I was saying that I'm like oh right there probably are a lot of people that did use it I just wasn't one of them so like I thought it was like <laughs> well probably nobody was using it that's why they like sunset oh, right? oh like, my god no thousands tens of thousands it was, it was a heavily really heavily used app um, see one thing Google's been really successful in the last uh, few years especially during the COVID era um Google's been reaching out to small businesses and um, really, really trying to get them signed up for Google services. I think uh, in the SEO community, we know that tends to lead to um, paid ad services. And, you know, if it works, for small, it works, it works. And that, that's, that's wonderful. But no, Google's, Google has been going out of their way uh, to, to reach out. And I think get people using, using apps like this. Um, many SEOs uh, and, 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 and uh, other smart figure Google's trying to, like, you know, automate us out of jobs because of the way they've been doing outreach. Right. Right. Fortunately, if all of the people not using SEOs now are doing the same stuff, then you're going to need an SEO again to differentiate. So thankfully, we sort of get to fill that niche regardless of, of which way it goes, right? Like, if all your competitors heard the same message from Google and all of you are doing the same thing with the same apps, yep. who wins? <laughs> like, uh, anyway, um, where would you like to go from, from here? Well, I think it's time we do a quick housekeeping uh quick housekeeping announcement. This is actually kind of important. Um, actually, it's, it's kind of critically important. Friends, um, Webcology is a, uh, we've, been on, we've been on the air for 15, 16 years now, uh, 17 if you include the, the show that, that Dave and I did uh, beforehand, The Alternative. And for most of that time, uh, Webmaster Radio and then WMR.FM had a, uh, a business model that um, was based on um, advertisers coming to a organized and very singular um, network. Um, at one time, we were really the, the business, the only business network on, on the air, the uh, and the only one that was going to um, major conferences over and over and over again, consistently being not just a uh, not just a attendee at the conference, but actually a, a major part of a, a central part of, of major conferences with the with the booth on the floor and the the, the search bashes and um, you know in 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 the earlier days of the. Uh, search marketing industry, Webmaster Radio, um, the, the, and the conferences had a symbiotic relationship, and that's where we got most of our sponsorships from. And it was a great system. 
then, uh, well, as many of you might remember, we had a international pandemic and that uh, sort of stopped all travel and all conferences and put a massive crimp in the business model. And um, that's just the long and short of it is we need sponsorship. I'm reaching out right now because um, for the last year, maybe year and a half, Webcology has actually been supported by the success of our sister network, um, the Cannabis Radio Network. And um, that's wonderful. That's extraordinary. But it's not a sustainable situation from a network point of view. And I used to be a program manager at Webmaster Radio way back in the day, and I would never have accepted this myself. So we're reaching out for sponsorships. We need that to keep the show going. I uh, don't know if there is a sword hanging above our head ready to cut down if we don't get a sponsorship. There probably is. <laughs> I don't know if there's a time attached to that sword, but there probably is. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't think we're going off the air tomorrow, but I know with absolute certainty that we will have to if we don't draw sponsorship. Um, I want to I wanna bring in the uh, third teammate on Webcology. He's been with us. Well, he is the Webmaster Radio, WMR.FM, and Cannabis Radio. Brasco's been producing our show for uh, the last 15 years. Um, and he is uh, one of the uh, most experienced podcast producers uh, probably on Earth. Brasco, how you doing, man? Doing okay. I've been looking at the numbers, and I'll tell you, this is, through all my calculations, the 706th episode of Webcology or the alternative we've done? Over over 700 episodes together. And you put everything out perfectly. Cannabis Radio, the sister network, which I've been working on now since 2014, has been propping up WMR for a long time. And listen, I understand the industry has changed quite a bit. There's, and, you know, even in some of the space that we have where we are now, there are a number of people that have made it into that space as well. But it's just the ad model that started with this program back in 2005 or 2006 for this show alternative 2006 2007 for ecology it's different because you know people now know with podcasting you could just go you know find yourself inserting ads however you want but the option of still being on a show with all the previous 700 plus episodes to have that availability and for us to go and be able to put when it comes to having jim and dave you know validate or give credence to a, whatever product or service you have out there, by all means, reach out to me, and I want to be able to go ahead and make it where it's really affordable, honestly. Um, we're not asking for, for anyone to break the bank here. I think what we're asking for is reasonable. It's just basically to cover the production cost of the show, which there's a production cost that we can no longer, after 17 years, continue to go ahead and flip the bill for. So we were hoping that there's going to be someone out there That'll reach out to us. And by the way, I'm going to promise you that we're going to do the best possible thing for you being on as a sponsor for Webcology. We're going to do the best for you to give yourself a great spot to be, and not just for this show, but across the board. Because I can tell you, we have a number of sponsors that have been doing their own programming or have sponsored programming here on WMR. We look at CleverTap for mobile apps. 
They've been hosting mobile presence for the last couple of years. Been very happy with us. WP Engine has been a sponsored show since 2016. The show that Yost Devak hosted. And they've been also, they just celebrated 250 episodes. People like to stay here. Bruce Clay was with us for over a decade. People like when we can work with them because we like working with everybody. Everyone we work with, we want to. We know there are a lot of people that are out there within the audience that have listened to this show, have been greatly appreciative, and have benefited greatly from all the commentary that Jim and David have given to this show in 700-plus episodes. And Christine, and David Harry, and all the other guest hosts that have been on the show. All I'm telling you is please reach out to me, brasco at wmr.fm, B-R-A-S-C-O at wmr.fm. Talk to me. I'd love to be able to go and reach out to you. Talk to you, and this is me talking to you personally. You know, we're not going to send you off to, you know, try to wheel and deal you into something that you can't handle. It's just we know there are good sponsors out there that want to see this show going, and this is a personal plea out from me and from Jim and Dave if you can help us out because we don't want to have to look at the other alternative where we can't continue to support the show as we have. We've done for a long time, and we'd love for those out there to go ahead and be able to help us out in this way. It would be really important to us. We're not looking to go ahead and make you know some kind of major bank on this. We just want sponsors that can come out and actually support the show and be on a good product, which has been here. Longevity has long-lasting effect, has been out there for a long time. So that's what we're asking for. Thanks, Jim and Dave. I appreciate it. No worries, bro. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was always getting out here. I almost, I almost feel like setting up a whole like PBS level of, well, <laughs> and for fifteen dollars you can have a Webcology mug. Another ten dollars <laughs> will get you a Webcology tote bag. Um, and actually, you know what? If, if 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 this were ten years ago and I had more energy, I might even think about doing stuff like that because it's twenty twenty two. You got to market every aspect you possibly can, right? Exactly. You know, if you, if you pledge a hundred dollars, we'll give you a. a a 12-song set of John Mueller Sings the Blues. Whatever you want, okay? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I would I would love to have a uh, repeating video. Maybe maybe it's somewhere out there on Reddit or something. Of John Mueller just slapping his head going, oh, my God, what? For instance, according to John Mueller, <laughs> this is you know probably an important thing that, that all of us need to know. The type of content management system you use to um, or the platform you put your website on is not inherently a ranking factor. There may be stuff that comes along with different platforms or ways that you build for different platforms or mistakes you make along the way or um, functionality placed in platforms that might make it beneficial or not beneficial, but the platform itself is ranking factor neutral. And I was wondering which story you were going to go at. <laughs> Would you have another one where, where, of those, but... where, where John's slapping his head going, oh, my, uh, what do I got? I got to say what? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's funny because I, I wonder if that's the, like, I understand the spirit that questions like that get asked in as sort of different. Like, John has to get that answer 100%, right? Like, and it is 100% true. There's nothing inherent in WordPress that makes it inherently better than Wix. Like if all that we're looking at is Google can tell that it's Wix or WordPress. However, <laughs> what each one is capable of doing is going mm -hmm. to impact what you can now do 
with your with your website it, it'll impact what schema you can use it'll impact the flexibility of like what you can do for speed it'll it'll impact a variety of different things but that they go yeah looks like wix right like let's do better or worse with that right like of course not right like that would just be silly <laughs> so uh, but i think the nature of the question is almost more is one of these better than the other for seo like as i think actually what this is boiling down to which of course they can't answer like that's just not a question that that john can answer he can't go yeah i like wordpress right like no that's not not something that they can say so yeah um and uh wordpress you know how to say this we can't say on there and i don't want to say which is the which is the best platform um because Every platform has its limitations. Every platform has its bonuses. Um, some make things remarkably easy to do, and some you have to really know your stuff to do. And you know what? Some you shouldn't ap- approach without a, uh, a developer and a bottle of whiskey at your side. Um, straight up. Um, so, Jim, are you saying that like everything else in SEO, it depends? It really does. But WordPress just released a we're gonna fix a lot of our problems release it was called wordpress 6.0 it actually um stepped out of the gutenberg environment um and uh well you know every new thing is gonna be uh filled with uh holes and bugs and problems and so wordpress 6.0.1 is out and you better download it now just do it. Just go ahead and do it. Because apparently WordPress 6.0, the WordPress release to fix a whole bunch of problems, had a whole bunch of problems. Um, but 6.0.1 fixes over 70 of them. <laughs> like, it's a lot of problems. A lot of problems. Yeah. So to, to, to the point I was making earlier, if you haven't downloaded and installed it yet, do it right now. Because that's a lot of, a lot of bugs. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure there's a metaphor that could be made about about this many bugs. Um, my computer is uh, opening very, moving very slowly, uh, so I can't make it. <laughs> well done. Um, okay, one that I have got to cover. Like I just got to make. We we talked about we talked about John. We talked about him sort of shaking his head, you know, a little mm. bit. So what do you think, Jim? The ratio will follow to no follow link. Oh, what do you think? Is this an important ranking factor? There was another one. Of course there was another one. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't even know what like but um No. I'm gonna guess no. Yeah. You wanna get sarcastic with this, but you don't wanna say something that other people might take the wrong way. Yeah, like some of them, you just have to go. Why would it? Right? Why? Why? And 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 what I have to wonder is like, is the nature of the question that you have too many follow or too many no follow, or is it just that like, like two thousand and two keyword density, it has to be somewhere in this range. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop. 
and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like was the worry that there can be too much of one or the other or that it actually has to be in like a band? I, I'm not okay. really sure. I think the problem, honestly, goodness, this, is, this might sound pretty strange, but I think the problem comes from too much linear thinking. The idea that Google applies a, um, the, kind of, the, the kind of thinking that, that sees Google, here's a thing and here's our set of criteria by which we measure that thing. And imagining it's all set in stone. The thing to understand about how Google works is it's really unique to the way it perceives the object it's looking at. And it looks at every object in its index as a unique object and, and um, applies very unique parameters to that unique object. Just as every object around you, look around the room you're in right now, every object around you has is unique. Even the ones that are similar to each other are unique. Two salt and pepper shape, two salt and pepper shaker sets um, at a restaurant look exactly the same, but somehow they're absolutely unique. Google sees things that way. So it's not going to have a hard, fast rule that 12 no-follow links and five follow links are the parameter you want to stay inside because that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And there's no reason to have a rule like that in the first place. And even if there was a rule, it wouldn't apply to all things. It simply couldn't. Everything has a reason for having the way it looks and is shaped and, and works. And Google understands that, or at least is very, very, very much trying to. But people want to see an easy solution to complex questions. So they make up dumbass, um, dumbass rules of Google, many of which don't actually exist. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's just a couple simple examples you can think of. If I somehow went to Wikipedia and I said, I have millions of dollars and I would like to sponsor your website. Like I just want to like pay for all of your, all of your stuff. All I'm going to ask for is just a link in the footer, you know, for my sponsorship, but I'm going to follow good due diligence from Google. And I'm going to say, would you please no follow that? My ratio of no follow links to follow is going to get obliterated, right? Like if, if this is a ranking factor, like I'm all of a sudden going to have millions upon millions upon millions of no follow links. Sure. Um, should that impact my rankings? Of course not. Um, I followed exactly right. So you can look and just go just with one simple example, you can see why it, it could. <laughs> now, one thing I think somebody could be aware of that has to do with the ratio of follow versus no follow is make sure you're comparing your do follow numbers when you're going, let's look at me compared to my, my competitor. Cause you might look at just link counts and go, I got more. Like 
why are we not as strong as they are? Like, what, what's going on here? And if you found out that you had like a disproportionate no follow, it's not saying just turn them all to do follow. It's it's get some new good high quality links, but um, you know, or, or maybe you want to do them do follow. I, I don't know what your scenario is, but if you're looking just at like if you're considering it an aggregate like that, well, then you could get a very misleading picture that does impact your SEO. Like if you only have three do follow and they have like thirty three thousand. They're, okay, well, they're stronger. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> you're outgunned there. The ratio here. You're clearly outgunned there, no matter what. But yeah. something else to keep in mind is not every do follow link is equal. Some of them might say do follow, and you might get some some energy, but they're still craptastic sources that have nothing to do with 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 your topic or um, are just you know like spammy ass. Like no reason to be there. They're not adding value whatsoever. Or you could have like a link that is right in line with your topic and go and and extends the knowledge of the of the user one way or another Ex- extends their their internet experience google gives you a 10 out of 10 for that it goes gaga over that sort of stuff yeah. not all links are equal um so your competitor you know, and, and and this is i mean it's an old and and sometimes it feels like an archaic tool but this is where something like majestic is really useful um, it's still like probably the best link sleuth out there. It is really good. Yeah. Um, I've been actually post migration. Now we're on, on some of these sites. Oh my God. Dealing with, um, with, with links post migration is 17 headaches all at, all at one time. Um, well, you'd think you could just 301 everything, right? And then that kaboom, 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 you're all, you're all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You still got to track it. You're still losing so much. You're leaving so much into the ether. It's just leaking out there somewhere. And you know, you know that if you just look a little bit harder, you can plug another leak. And I'm telling you, you can. But it's mind bad. It's, 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 it's there's so much to keep track of. Um, it's 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 uh, yeah. There is a lot to keep track of, and good because otherwise we'd be out of jobs. It'd be like, well, that's well, easy. <laughs> warning, no, honestly, goodness, warning ahead of time. I, I mean, I knew that this was something that was going to be, this was, the this era of migrations has been different than any other part of my career because they've just been staggeringly big on these massive e-com platforms. And uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, the funny thing is, SEO is all about scale. Um, it's relatively the same set of thinking but it's at such a larger scale. Um, yeah. yeah. We're getting really close. We got, I think, maybe two or three minutes before we got to come to a hard stop. So anything that you got to get in there? Um, one that I think is just like a housekeeping from Google. Thank goodness. And we were talking about small businesses um, earlier because this does affect local uh, mm-hmm. more, than, more than anything else. But Google, finally finally, finally, has added a feature into uh, Google Business Profile where you can toggle to show your business address to customers or not. You used to have to do this through service area. Now you can just, like if you ran a, a business out of your home, for example, you might not want people just popping by your house. You can still do the verifications. You're, you're like, you can be transparent with Google and go, here's where I am. Here's all the information about me that, that relates to my business. So you know where I am and relative to where I should rank. But I don't want you to show my my business address. So now they finally added it in there. 
Um, we almost went a whole show without saying his name. I found out yesterday from Barry Schwartz mm-hmm. uh, over on uh, over on SE Roundtable. And yeah, it's just a little toggle. You can you can now just log in and just click it, and uh, and no longer show your your address. Especially important, as I say, if you're like a home based business. Well, you, yes, you just it, don't want people by. So you're like find me Bob process server. Um, you really don't want people knowing where your home business is based. Yeah. Uh, although example, <laughs> find me Bob knows you, no doubt. Um, but uh, but but find me Bob doesn't want you know, knowing them. Um, okay, that's 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 a cool uh, a very cool thing, and it's something that you wonder why why they didn't think of it like a lot earlier. Yeah, in, indeed. Um, another, you know what? Speaking of things that they popped out with um, over on the search Google Search Central blog, um, just a, a couple couple days ago, well, back on the eleventh, so Monday, um, there will now be rolling out. So, good luck. I know that like I don't have access to it on any any sites that I I can see in Search Console at this time, um, but they're rolling out video indexing reports. Um, so, in the left hand side under coverage, um, they'll be showing a video indexing so you get to see which of your videos are indexed um and and more information around them like you would in your normal search um search report so i find that great for like specific businesses especially um that that might be using video which which many are and should um to to provide that additional insight into where your videos are showing up how they're showing up um you know what they're showing up for stuff like that so i I think that's going to be going to be provide a wealth of information. I just wish that I was the only one who's getting it, not anybody else. Uh, <laughs> Indeed. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Uh, I'm really interested because obviously more and more businesses are incorporating video into um, their offerings because that allows them to cross over into uh, social media, into the various uh, social media, especially like Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, and uh Incidentally, if you're a small business and you're not doing that, um, these are pri- and, and for SEOs, by the way, they got search functions. Therefore, they're your environment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have gone full circle. It's um, I know I know you got to be um, somewhere like three minutes from now, and I, we have another show coming up directly after us in the studio. So, friends. You've been listening to Webcology on WMR on the 14th of June, 2022. Not only is summer almost over, you got to get out there and enjoy it or you're going to, you know, feel awfully bad about it. Also, not only is summer almost over, we're in a new wave of COVID. We don't got to be here. This is absolutely stupid. Mask up, get vaccinated if you can. Uh, try to stay away from, 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 from other people if you don't got to be around them. Keep doing business. Keep our society open. But don't spread this damn disease. Maybe, just maybe, just maybe we can bury it somewhere in the rearview mirror sometime in our future. But honest to goodness, it takes public action to do it. Stay safe. Stay well. Rank well. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in this WMR.FM program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMR.FM. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.